Hello and welcome to Two Drinking Buddies in Tokyo. I'm your co-host Kyle. And I'm Kayo. And we are here to take you on a tour of some of the best places for tipples in Tokyo, Japan. We're going to introduce places not on your typical Michelin star list, but places we like to go to and enjoy, and we think you'll like them too. So, kanpai! Cheers, Kyle. What are we drinking today, Kyle? A rose. I think we drank a rose last time too. <laughs> Now that I think about our conversation, we talked about rose last time, and we're having another rose. Yes. Well, it's summer,、uh, or at least the end of summer, and、uh, yeah, there's nothing better than a nice sparkling rose to kind of finish off a very hot day. A very hot summer indeed. It's. Well into September, and it's really hot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think one of the things I've I was really particularly struck with the first time we came to Japan was just how hot it actually gets here, and the humidity is just it's killer. It's like you walk out and you're just like instantly in a sauna. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to breathe. It's, That's、yeah. what I remember getting off the airplane and then <gasps>、yeah. in the the thing that connects the airplane to the airport. Oh, the、uh, yeah. What's that called? Ah,、uh, the jetway. No, the. <laughs> I don't know what it's called,、yeah. <laughs> the air bridge. Because that's still like outdoorsy. Yeah. Yes. Course, yeah. The airport is air conditioning, but from the airplane to the airport, it's like. <gasps> I, have, I have this. I have this small complaint about Narita Airport. Like, I think for some reason Narita, in particular, keeps the air conditioning at a much higher level than、really? like the standard. They should keep it at, at all airports. It's always hot in there. I feel like, and I always realize too, because when you get out, everybody's like fanning themselves. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> you know, Japan is like kind of notorious for like keeping the air conditioning、True. at a slightly higher level. They say level. they're eco conscious. Yes, I think they're just being a bit、mm, yeah. stingy. With their <laughs> but it's good for the environment. Good for the environment. That's right. Yeah,、mm -hmm. it, but you do need the air conditioning here because it is it's hot in the summer.、Mm, muggy, hot, sticky. So yes, if you come in the summer, prepare to. Take a couple of showers a day. <laughs> <laughs> um, the portable fans are really popular now, like the ones you can. Of course, you know the traditional Japanese、um, sensu. sensu is、mm. like, yeah, that you know you see like the geishas. Yeah,、like、it's、that. a nice gift to buy yourself while you're here too. Yes, sensu. Yeah, but you, they also have、fan. like the modern version, which is the battery powered,、yes, you know, handheld fan, which is a must. I think some come with mist. Oh, really? <laughs> So you can mist yourself by the thing. Ah,、uh -huh. huh. I wonder what happened if you、Wait. put like some alcohol in it. You're like, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Just stick your tongue and <laughs> and get the funny noise when you put your, you know, voice to the fan as well. <laughs> Hours of endless entertainment. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Today we're gonna talk about three different places or experiences. 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 Yes. And we're going to start off、uh, with the UA bar, which is somewhere we wanted to go to for a while. I think it's one of the top、mm, bars in Asia. I think they've nominated、mm. it,、uh, and it was quite nice.、Um, and it was really nice because we were able to go with some special guests. That's right. We had a couple of special guests visit Japan,、um, who reached out to us、um, through the podcast. Actually,、ah, they were、exciting. listeners. It was very exciting. We have all of like ten followers, <laughs> <laughs> and、uh, there were two of them. We met our listeners. Yeah, so they came,、uh, got in touch with us, and then we met up with them, and we took them around to a couple of different places in Tokyo. They were lovely. They came from、uh, the U.S.、Mm. in Chicago,、mm -hmm. and it was our first time visiting Japan. Yes, exactly. So we had a chance to kind of 
test out and see, you know, is, is our podcast reaching the type of people we intended it to reach to? And is it interesting? Or what do they like? What do they don't like? They were just being nice. They, were very, they were very friendly. <laughs> when they said they liked everything we yes, did. Yes, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we uh, took them to the Baird Brewery first, which is um, in one of our episodes uh, that we did earlier. I think it was episode... Three or four? Maybe? Four. Four. If you want yeah. to go back and listen to it about Baird Brewery, um, which is a brewery from Shizuoka, but they have a nice uh, tap room in Harajuku. Which is right in the middle of yeah the yeah. sort of the fashion center of Tokyo. Yes. And so to get away from that hustle and bustle, we took them to Baird, which was quite nice. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, we decided to check out the UA bar, which UA stands for United Arrows, um, which is actually a very famous clothing brand uh, in Japan. I don't think they have a, um, outlets overseas. No, I don't think they do. Uh, there used to be a brand called United Bamboo. <laughs> have you heard of it? <laughs> ah, I feel like I, I've seen that. When I saw that, I always thought United Arrows, United Bamboo, United. It, the, yes. the clothing brand titles are so interesting. Like it's, it, it, it creates this image of like a place that you want to go to or that you you want to be at, right? And it's like Banana Republic. Well, that sounds like a really nice place. Mm. Mm. <laughs> What's your image of United Arrows? Um, well, having lived in Japan, <laughs> I get a sense now that it's a very kind of upscale, you know, chic. Like I think if you if you come to Tokyo, you realize that people are very well dressed. Like they mm. tend to be, you know, yeah. They, they, tend to take care of how they, they present themselves. Um, That's true. And so I think United Aeros was a big, mm. had a big part in that. Really nice, nice clothing. They, um, their mission statement is that um, they are uh, a select shop that proposes a lifestyle centered on apparel for consumers with grown-up tastes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> United Aeros aims to create a new style of living in Japan through fashion, based on a concept of luxury and refinement. Mm. So it's th- true, though. I would not dare touch United Arrows when I was a university student. Yeah, yeah it's definitely <laughs> like for once you get, you know, in your, your job or your career, oh, you, you have get a your money. first paycheck, you want to go spend it at United Arrows, buy yourself something nice. And so why do they have, they have a bar as well, right? So this is why we yeah, went Yeah, sorry. That. So that's <laughs> our about United about Arrows. United Arrows <laughs> is that they have a bar and the bar is called UA. Bar. UA bar, tailor made coffee and cocktails. So it's not just mm. a bar, but they have a cafe mm-hmm. element to it as well. Yeah, so you can go uh, for lunchtime too. So they have a lunch menu where you can get a typical like Japanese set meal, which is quite popular in Japan. So you get your rice and your miso soup and then some kind of nice fish or meat. So they actually have that for, for lunchtime, mm. but it also transforms into a very trendy bar. Yeah, all of the staff, of course, are clothed in United Arrows uh, uniforms, which are very, very sleek uh, and chic. Um, and then the location is sort of just not far from Harajuku. It's maybe a 10-minute walk or so, um, mm-hmm. but again, kind of in the back streets. And so there's lots of cafes and Small Lots of restaurants, nice boutiques, boutiques. Too, yeah, if you want to go shopping. It's just a really nice area to kind of walk through. Um, yeah, it's a little bit off the beaten path. Like you have to definitely Google mm. Map it to get there because it's it's not super easy to find. Um, but it's in a very narrow like um, kind of alley, I guess. Yeah. So they have a United Arrows shop, so you can do your shopping, and then in the back there's the UA bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a really nice area. There's some galleries and yeah. things as well, so you can find some nice places to look around. 
and they have like um, outdoor seating as well. So、mm. it's it's like again in the alley. Dogs.、Yeah. That's right. People want to bring、poops. the dogs. <laughs> um, and then they have the bar itself、um, has I think open doors or open sliding areas. So、mm. it's kind of like、mm-hmm. half indoor, half outdoor.、Um, very nice、uh, atmosphere. Yes, I would definitely recommend a seat by the bar. Because it was fun watching them make the drinks. I think that's part of the fun of going to a cocktail bar is watching them like cut the ice and then like you know shake the shaker. <laughs> yeah, I think he did a double shake. Like he had one shaker in both hands, so it was like going back and forth. That was pretty cool. <laughs> That is always fun, isn't it? So you always need to get yourself a seat by the by the bar. Yes, yeah. And the the ice chipping, I always think, is really cool too. When they're like chipping away at away at the ice and making it fit the glass. Apparently, it's really、um, a, a process to kind of make that type of ice because they have、mm, to like yeah, you know, purified water、difficult. has to go in very very slowly and freeze at a certain you know time and temperature to make it that crystal clear. Yeah, it's amazing.、Um, but we had a couple of cocktails there with our guests,、um, yes. and it was very yeah very nice actually. I had、um, a margarita and also a martini,、mm. and they were all excellent. How's、uh, it different from your normal? Um, a little bit more.、Um, well, they they put the dried lime in the margarita,、um, which I really like. You know, it's. I mean, you don't really eat it or anything, but it adds it adds a nice little you know sort of touch to the the cocktail itself.、Um, and um, yeah, it was just very.、Um, it was shaken and then、uh, you know poured in a martini style glass, so it wasn't over rocks or anything or、mm. frozen, but just right.、Mm. Um, it's all the senses, isn't it? That's important. When you're drinking, it is the、yeah. visual aspects, the the aromas, the tastes, the experience,、um, the, experience yeah. the sound of the double yeah, shakers. Yeah, exactly. The sound and everything too. Yeah. yeah. What did you have? I had the first drink I had was one of the summer specials. I think it was a something mojito. I forget what it was called, but it was served in one of those sake square sake masu,、mm. which we described I think in the last uh, episode. Um, but it's like a wooden box where they usually serve sake,、mm-hmm. but they put the、uh, mojito in there, and that was that was quite nice too. Yeah, it looked really good. It was. It was really good. It was、uh, frozen because、mm, it was a summer drink. Yes, they actually had、um, kakigori as well, shaved ice. <laughs> yeah, that was fun watching them do that. Yeah,、uh, which is a thing in probably most of Northeast Asia. I don't really see it in Southeast Asia. But in Korea, Taiwan, Japan,、yeah. they're really into their shaven ice. Yeah, and big thing. Hawaii as well. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, yeah, yeah. It's definitely true. You don't go to Southeast Asia and see. No, even、ice. though it seems like it would be a thing because it's so hot in Southeast Asia. But yeah, in cold Korea, cold <laughs> Japan in the in the winter time, they have a、uh, shaven ice. So, But more of a summer thing. Yeah, so they were dishing out the、uh, the shaved ice as well for people who were not having the cocktails but just wanted to have a nice. But it would know, go well、drink. with like you could pour a cocktail on it. That's true. <laughs> it I think we need to start、nice. up a new business there. <laughs> it would taste very nice if you had like whiskey on your shaven ice. Yeah.、Um, so we had、uh, a couple of cocktails there. I think I don't know. Just in general, it was a nice atmosphere. Nice sort of slow. Weekend afternoon, you can watch them make the cocktails, enjoy the atmosphere, the the dogs. It was pretty foreign friendly as well. I think we saw a couple other foreigners yeah, that were there. Yeah, the staff could,、uh, I think, probably explain the drinks to you、uh, if you asked. They had.、Uh, did they have English menus? I think. Yeah, the menu yeah, was, was in English. English. It was just that it was all like it. <laughs> <laughs> it was used, not used. That sounds bad. <laughs> But <laughs> it was aged. That's right. The menu was aged, so we couldn't really read what it said. Yeah. So one of the drinks that I had 
I remember the name. It was called Banshaku, which is a nice name. It means like a uh, evening drink, like a one drink in the evening,、mm. which I do a lot. Maybe not just one, but two or three. <laughs> Banshaku means having a drink in the evening,、uh, and I had that drink, and it was really good. I just don't know what was in it because I couldn't read the menu. <laughs> <laughs> I could just read the name, and something like. Citrus, something.、Yeah. It's weird it. because the menus, like we had two, two or three menus, and they all had the same, like you know, <laughs> faded out, out. yeah,、uh, printing. So I think it was on purpose. They didn't want to give away the secrets、oh, of their their cocktails, maybe. maybe. But then they posted on their website. Yeah, that particular drink unfortunately wasn't on their website. But yeah, on their website they they do have a menu of of their traditional cocktails. Yeah, cocktails. they do have a lot of really, really traditional cocktails. They've got、um, <laughs> some of their own、uh, originals. This American Life, which is、uh, bourbon, maple syrup, bourbon, and bourbon, <laughs> and maple syrup, <laughs> bourbon syrup, and bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> What can go wrong? <laughs> Um, and then they have their own United Herbs Punch, which is、uh, dry gin with chartreuse,、uh, maraschino, uh, sage,、uh. lime juice, simple syrup, soda water, herbal, and、uh, yeah, it says、cool. it hits you like an arrow. Like a united set of <laughs> united arrows. arrows.、Uh, but yeah, they have their kind of standard cocktails as well. I mean, they had martini. They've got、uh, Negronis, Bloody Marys.、Um, Yeah, pretty much everything.、I、they、think. had of a. I was sitting at the bar, and in front of me, they had a set of bitters. I don't really、mm. know what bitters really do. I'm sure they, someone will stab me now that I say <laughs> I don't know what bitters do. But it was really cool. They had all these types of bitters that looked really interesting if they were part of a cocktail. One was a Jamaican jerk bitter. Wow. So I want to have a Jamaican jerk cocktail. <laughs> I want to know what it tastes like. <laughs> Yeah, would it be spicy, sweet? I、uh, think so. A little bit charcoal, right? Yeah, yeah.、Huh. I don't know. What, what, how do they use the Jamaican jerk bitter in their cocktails? Yeah, that's, But, that's a good、uh, question. Makes、They're... me want to go again. Yes, and、absolutely. I'll ask. Absolutely, I want to drink with that in it. <laughs> they have a lot of good selection of whiskeys as well. I saw a couple、oh, yeah, of Yamazakis、yeah. on there that were quite Lots of old. Yeah, Hibiki.、Um, most of the cocktail bars in Tokyo, you can usually find a pretty good selection of the. Sort of more hard to get、um, mm. Japanese whiskeys, but,、mm. but you tend to pay the price. I mean, I think, yeah, yeah it's it's not cheap for you know、um, a pour of one of those. So, <laughs>、um, I think、uh, credit card was fine.、Um, non-smoking, that's from what I recall. Yep, I think、yeah. it was non-smoking. Non-smoking.、Um, Outdoors, I'm not sure, but yeah, indoors definitely. Yeah, so、uh, definitely a great place to visit.、Um, and the the other thing too is they're not just open. In the evening, like、yes. most cocktail bars,、um, they start around twelve or one p.m. Not that we recommend they start around twelve. <laughs> I think we started around three. <laughs>、um, but yeah, you can go there、um, pretty much every day in the late afternoon or the early evening <laughs> if you want to get started. And <laughs> you can go every day. <laughs>、uh, but yeah, United Arab Bars.、Uh, if you're in the Amotisando、uh, Jingu Mai area. Yep, or Harajuku. It's very walkable from Harajuku as well.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a big shout out to our listeners who came all the way to Japan and got in touch with、thank、us.、You. Yeah, thank、Come、you. Come again. Yes, we、we'll、hope to see you again soon. <laughs> <laughs> so,、uh, what's our next、uh, next spot on the list? We're gonna hobble on over to Hobo Shinjuku, which is also probably a walkable distance from UA. Bar, I would say.、Mm, I think you could probably get there.、Minutes? Yeah, maybe fifteen minutes、I、or so.、Say. Yeah. Um, so hobo Shinjuku means like close、almost. to almost yes almost、yeah. is a good word almost Shinjuku 
which means it's not in Shinjuku. It's almost in Shinjuku. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they had to have that name just to say, you know, we're there, we're there, we're at Shinjuku. <laughs> yes, it's like those places, like Hobo Beverly Hills. Like I'm almost in Beverly Hills, but not actually. <laughs> Um, but this area is, I think the closest station is actually Yoyogi, or maybe you can get there from, of course, Shinjuku. But um, mm, yeah, Yoyogi is the closest. It's a Norden guy, which uh, the Norden is like the traditional Japanese like drape, I mm. guess. Um, that, you see it at a, in most shops, shops, traditional looking shops. Yeah. yeah, a lot of restaurants as well, and it's that kind of drape that they'll put out in front of the door um, doorway, and so you have to kind of like move it with, mm. with your hand to get inside. And... It usually tells you that the shop is open. Mm. So when they open the shop, they hang the the drape on the doorway mm-hmm. so that they that you know it's open. And then at the end of the day, they take it off, so you know yeah. they're not open anymore. And it used to be like um, for some of the restaurants in particular, I think maybe like the sushi restaurants, or some mm. of the old izakayas, like. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, when people would leave, they would actually like wipe their hand on the Ew. drape as they were going out. And so the places that had like more wear and tear Ew. from people wiping <laughs> their hands were the good ones to go to because Gross. they were kind of like, that was this place where everybody was going to, to go to. And so the okay, dirtier, the better, the, the dirtier, the better, the, the more popular. Um, but I think, you know. <laughs> You still do see occasionally some of those places that have like the kind of the really old Norlands that have kind of got the holes and the stains, but mm-hmm. most of them are kind of, you know, they keep keep well um, That's pressed true. and you know, clean. Um, but yes, anyway, so the Norland guy is the um, the neighborhood or the, the area where they've got a lot of those types of shops where they would probably put out the Norland. Eating and drinking. Eating and drinking. Yeah. Yes. And so it's uh, just a stone's throw away from... Shinjuku mm-hmm. Yoyogi, and the actual buildings themselves, I think, are old-style Japanese houses, right? Yeah, they're old houses, which, um, so it's owned, I think it's owned by, like, a, a big company, not to make you want to, a uh, big company conglomerate, <laughs> like, drinking, but, like, it's, it's quite nice because they try to revitalize the area a bit, so... Um, I've lived, or my family's lived in that area for quite a long time. And, you know, some of the buildings get older, businesses shut down, and then, you know, the buildings get dilapidated. So um, they've kind of kept the buildings as is, which is quite unusual in Japan because Japan loves to tear down buildings. <laughs> it's one thing they love to do, like the, the Imperial Pop, like hotel and stuff they tore down. Gosh. But anyway, so instead of tearing down the building, they keep the building uh, and then they um, renovate the insides and then make them uh, nice restaurants. So this is what they did with this particular area right by Shinjuku Station. Yeah, it's it's really nice because um, they've got the facade of like the old style buildings. Mm, and then, mm-hmm. like as you were just saying, like the insides have been all renovated and they're kind of, um, you know, trendy restaurants or bars. Um, it's kind of a very cool area. And then... The outside at nighttime, especially, is, is nicely lit up with yeah, all the lanterns. Yeah, they light it up, which is quite nice. Yeah, and so you kind of get like this feeling, oh, you're almost in like an old part of Japan. It's kind of like the Ghibli movie, too. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel like you're in a Ghibli film. Like Spirited Away, yes. if any of you have seen Spirited yeah. Away, when... Um, when her parents turn into pigs <laughs> and, all, and all the lights start lighting up in That's the, the right. area. That's That's right. similar yeah. Kind of yeah, similar kind of feel to it. Um, don't worry, you won't turn into pigs. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but they've got like, I don't know, probably about maybe a dozen restaurants or so yep. all in the same area. You know, it's not very big. So when you walk in, you can just kind of 
go through the small alleyways and you'll see all of the different shops like kind of side by side. Mm, mm-hmm. Some of them are on the first floor, the second floor. Um, they've got traditional style izakayas. They have um, wine bars. They've got, uh, I think, cocktail bars as well. I like this particular one called California. Ah, yes. I think it's a play on California, but they've changed the Cali to Kai, which means shell. Shell? Shellfish? Yes. Yeah, so. If you have a shellfish allergy, no. But if you like shellfish. <laughs> but yes, you can go there and order some. Kai um, Yeah. So, <laughs> grilled, grilled shellfish. <laughs> We've been to the, um, uh, the Awa Awa Champagne Mania Bar. Um, Obviously, because we like wine, <laughs> but I think that's all an, you can drink. All you can drink. Moe. Moe. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you need to do that when you come to Japan, right. but uh, we in Japan, we need to have our fixing of uh, champagne every Moe. once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Again, in the traditional style, you know, mm. building. Um, yeah, and, it's quite nice. Um, I mean, there's a lot to choose from, so you can kind of walk around, mm. see what you want to, to eat or drink, and then it's it can be quite crowded sometimes too. So then you can find a place that's not so crowded and, and have a nice drink. Yeah, I think probably as well if you're going to go visit, if there's a particular place you want, that, so they have a website that has a listing of kind of of all the the main shops that are part of the. Nordian guy, um, and then you can find one that you like, and then you know make a reservation. Probably best to go if and get a reservation if you're heading there on the, you know maybe a Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, that's one thing we forgot to kind of mention in our podcast, and I think our guests of honor realized <laughs> <laughs> when we were taking them around uh, Shinjuku uh, Sanchome area, which is uh, some we have some places that we featured in our podcast from Shinjuku, and we wanted to take them there. <laughs> But every place was full to the brims. We couldn't get any, well, we didn't reserve. That was the one problem. But we tried to, to get in, and it was just the four of us. But every place was full on a yeah. Saturday evening. So one thing to remember, it is quite crowded Friday nights, Saturday nights, probably Sunday nights. Yeah. I, too, I, so. It's kind of weird. Like, you know, the last three and a half years on the pandemic, you could go, well, when they were open, you could go to almost any place yeah. without a reservation because yeah. there were no tourists and places were kind of on a restricted mm-hmm. schedule. And so it was kind of nice, actually, just being able to not go anywhere because before that again you had to have a reservation if you wanted to go pretty much anywhere and now it's gotten back to normal so tourists are here and yes. it is just Japanese crowded. people want to go drinking yeah. Friday Saturday so every place is quite crowded now so you do need to have like your second choice or third <laughs> choice place when you go out just in case your first choice is going to be completely booked that's right yeah full. and um you know some places do online reservations as well. So if you look on Google Maps, you might find that they have like a way to book online um, through either through Google Maps or one of the yeah, local yeah. shops. Some of the Google ones and Table Check. I table think? Check is another one, I think. Um, Tabby Log is a kind of like a Yelp style um, mm. program. Um, but anyway, if, and if they don't, then you can probably maybe get, you know, the hotel staff or somebody to help you out to make a reservation. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But definitely need reservations to get around. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, the Shinjuku Hobo Norengai. Um, very cool place to visit. Um, definitely worth checking out, walking through, finding a place that you like, having a, a drink or some nibbles. Mm, yes, it's a lot of fun. Definitely recommend it. Uh, there's the main building has two floors, which is quite good. So you can kind of walk through and look at the top and look at the bottom. There's always a good place. They usually have seats, though. There. Yeah. So they also have seating outside, don't they? A lot of the places. Yeah. yeah which yeah, is kind yeah, of unusual. Yeah, yeah they have seating outside. So 
You'll, you'll probably find a place with a seat <laughs> there if you're going around and can't find a place to, to have dinner or a few drinks. Cool. All right. So that's our second recommendation near Shinjuku Yoyogi. And what's the last place that we're going to, or experience that we're going to talk about, <laughs> which I think we definitely need to mention if we're doing this podcast. Well, we wanted to mention karaoke. Yes, karaoke. This happens, oh, well, not even say always, but tends to happen towards the end of the evening, having a few drinks. Maybe you had a few drinks, you ate, getting drunk. It's around 10 p.m. You're like, what do we do next? Karaoke! (laughs) (laughs) It's like um, I saw a Venn diagram, which I think purpose, it, it really describes what karaoke is and it was uh, on the left side it was japanese on the right side it was alcohol and then in the middle was the karaoke you so. definitely have to go karaoke if yep. you come to japan yep. it's one of those experiences you must do and speaking of um <laughs> karaoke in japan so this year marks the 20th anniversary of the movie lost in translation say what <laughs> i can't believe it was 20 years ago that this came out but wow. I remember watching uh, Lost in Translation while I was in university, and we had a a small movie theater on our campus, and they did a movie night every Friday. And so Lost in Translation had just come out, and, you know, Bill Murray, okay, we'll go see this film. Um, And it was like the first introduction to, like, Tokyo proper. Um, Made you want to come to Japan. It did, actually. It did. (laughs) It was weird. I was looking up other movies from 2003 or so were... um, so there was Lost in Translation. There was also um, uh, Last Samurai with ah. Tom Cruise. Uh, there was, I think, a couple other movies. Like there was The Animatrix, which you know, the, after The Matrix is done, they did an anime series of it. So there was all these. F- and there was okay. a couple of more like indie films, like um, uh, not B. Takeshi, but you know, a couple of those types of um, more indie style Japanese Kill films. Bill. <laughs> Kill Bill came out as well, 2003. Was it at the same time? <laughs> yeah, so... It was like this weird peak of Japanese culture that was right. coming right around that period and, right. and being very impressionable as a university <laughs> student. I was like struck by wanting to, you know, go and visit Tokyo and Japan. So, um, so yeah, 20 years uh, on. And of course, movie. it's a good movie, good right? Soundtrack. Good soundtrack. Um, what's the name of the, uh, the band that everybody likes? Uh, Happy End. Happy End. Happy <laughs> uh, it's like a classic sort of rock yeah, rock band, right? Especially at the the ending theme song yes. of the movie. Yeah, it's really good. So, um, of course, the, one of the most famous scenes is like uh, Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson in a karaoke room, karaoke box, singing. Um, what was the name of that song? Oh no, now I can't remember it. But it's our listeners would know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the so karaoke in Japan is a must oh, if you're it's coming. A must. Yeah, it's one of those things that's open 24 hours. I think you could go karaoke. Yeah, yeah, in pretty the much any time. Yeah, in fact, that's one of the things. Like if you're out drinking late with your friends or your colleagues and you miss your train because the trains usually shut down at about midnight or 1 a.m. Um, and you don't want to pay for a hotel. Three thousand, four thousand yen, and you can Indeed. get you know uh, all it's night. It's usually tourists. negotiable too. It though, is, yeah. As a foreign tourist, that would be quite difficult to negotiate <laughs> your way into a deal with your karaoke local karaoke bar. But that's what a lot of uh, Japanese people do. Yes. is when they lo- they can't get on their last train, and you know, trying to negotiate a price cheaper than a hotel room. That's right. <laughs> so 
I think you can get some like capsule hotels for maybe like three thousand, yeah, four or five thousand. So you try to negotiate less than three thousand or four thousand <laughs> until the first train, which That's is right. around four thirty in the morning. Yeah. So you get stuck around like one a.m. to four <laughs> thirty. You're like, can I have it for three thousand yen? And they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and the other thing is, is they come with usually uh, food. Drink, um, all you can drink sessions, uh, drink bar with like, you know, fountain drinks and soft drinks. Yeah. And... Oh, so, this is one thing we need to let our listeners know is that usually karaoke in Japan is in a room. Mm. So, I think karaoke right. in other parts of the world is like singing in front of people you don't know on a stage. But uh, in Japan, it's usually a private room. Private room. So, you can, you can get like the really <laughs> big rooms that can hold up to like 20, 30 people. And then you can get smaller rooms that's like four people or. Um, six people and then of course like the one in Lost in Translation sometimes they've got you know a nice, nice view. view sometimes you can get uh, costumes <laughs> <laughs> that's what I remember most of karaoke is going karaoke with you yeah. <laughs> in a nice what costume is this a stitch Lilo and Stitch Lilo costume. and Stitch costumes yes I think one of my maybe my Twitter profile photo has I'm yeah wearing oh, a, a, a stitch hat fun. um Yes. You have to be a bit drunk, though, because you know those, they're really stinky, right? Yes, I know. Everybody's in, like, sweating and, like, singing out, rocking out, and they've got the Lilo Stitch hats on. Um, but if you want to have a memorable evening, wear yes. a costume. I like that they wig. also have the uh, tambourines as well and the maracas, so you can, like, you know, really get into it. But that's the nice thing about uh, karaoke in Japan is, like, it's a collective... Um, you know, entertainment. Embarrassing moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> entertainment. Oh, is that what you wanted to say? A collective embarrassment. Because I think everybody kind of, you know, gets into it, right? And it doesn't matter if you're good or you're bad or, you know, it's your first time or you're a veteran. Like, everybody just is there to have a good time. And so as long as you're just there and... That's why they have, you can be the maracas person, you can be the tambourine person, you can be the costume person, or you can be on the stage. But um, it's generally just a very supportive yes. experience. Supportive experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, they do, so they do have uh, regular like Western style karaoke too, where you do it in a, in a bar in front of a stage. Uh, as well so some of the bars like in some of the bars in golden guy and places that's right yeah karaoke where usually like the, the snack bars which we probably should do an episode on it's kind of a separate snack bars <laughs> they're yes. not what you think that, <laughs> that requires another podcast in itself <laughs> but uh, um yes. yeah when you go into the karaoke uh place uh they usually have um like a touch panel um system like a tablet system mm. so you can put in all the songs that you want there's a really good selection of japanese and you know western songs um anything from rock pop um so what's on your karaoke list kyle <laughs> so i usually like to do a, a mix of you know kind of classics and some more recent things i, th I find that you know of course when people usually get started in karaoke everybody's a little bit nervous True. the the booze hasn't quite started flowing freely. That's a, a good song to start off. With. I like to start with Country Road because I think <laughs> everybody true. kind of can get into that, you know. It's That's true. a John Denver tune, you know, it's mm. kind of innocent. It's got a nice beat. That's a good tune. recommendation if you're stuck in front of a Japanese crowd uh, and the spotlight's on you and, you know, it's kind of dead in there. Start yeah. off with Country, Country Road. Road. Everybody Everyone will, will like start it. singing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you can kind of go deep and, you know, get into some alternative or pop music which i sometimes do um, i like i'm into kind of k-pop recently yes um, i know <laughs> j-pop as well we've done that a couple of times Some oasis oasis you know, yeah 90s 90s rock right. um 
And then I think you really got to finish it out with a bang because that's the time when like the tambourines are flying, the necktie your is on your head. last 10 minutes that you yeah. have on the clock. Everybody's, you know, had a lot to drink and they're like up and dancing. And so I think a good song to finish with is YMCA, <laughs> <laughs> which is not called YMCA in Japan. It's, um, what's the name of it? It's, it's not called YMCA uh, in Japan. Well, maybe it is, but it has a different, um, a whole different set of lyrics in Japanese. Oh, Young Man. Yes. Young Man, that's it. Yes. yes that's it. Yeah. True. Ah, oh, but Bohemian Rhapsody, ah, also a good one good to end up. With yes, or yes. We are the we anything queen, queen actually that's gets true. people on their feet, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think especially after the movie came out, like people that's really true. got into queen again. ABBA? Yeah, ABBA. <laughs> yes, dancing queen. <laughs> Honestly, you can go from Japanese, Korean, there might be some Chinese. There's uh, some Chinese yeah, there too. Yeah, I think so as well. But uh, And then, yeah, usually, depending on the place that you go to as well, you can get like kind of some of the most recent songs, like... You might have heard it, you know, a top Billboard really 100. Difficult, yeah. Um, so some of the places that we go to, like the, the, the big ones are like Karaoke Con. And then there's also Big Echo. Um, and a couple other smaller ones. I think those two are the biggest ones for sure. Mm, karaoke Con, Big Echo. And sometimes they're like right next to each other. <laughs> and so the guys will be out, especially on Friday and Saturday night when everybody's going out um they'll have like the salespeople kind of out on the street and they're like oh you're going to karaoke like i can get you in for you know this price and See? then it's negotiable and that's when you can negotiate <laughs> and then you're like you go mm, you know what the big echo guy over there is going to sell it to me for slightly cheaper what can you do uh, the art of negotiating in japan not, not a lot of things are negotiable in japan that's true that's true karaoke, karaoke is one of them rare things you can negotiate yeah that's right i remember kind of coming to asia and thinking like everything would be negotiable and you know that was kind of my stereotypical image but it's like japan not really it's it's really karaoke and i don't know what else you can you can negotiate that's not probably much yeah actually but yeah we um so yeah it's a 24-hour thing so if you're on a hot day it's like 1 p.m yeah. <laughs> you're like sweating bullets and you need a cool town. Karaoke is an option. It is. What was kind of funny was, well, during the pandemic, like nobody wanted to be in contact with other yeah. people. So karaoke places actually took a real hit. But they True. started they started to like switch their business model uh, for. I think that's gone out the window now. But but the idea was that you could go and work uh, from a karaoke booth, and so they would give you like free it Wi-Fi. Was quiet. Yeah. Quiet, um, soundproof walls, soundproof so you could walls. have your video, you have conference. video conference. You kind of look like all you can drink, <laughs> all you can drink. <laughs> uh, and then you know, after you just finished a really tough meeting, you could just exactly. put on your favorite song ah! and like <laughs> get all your stress like out. Net- uh, Netflix Agretzko, yeah. <laughs> so it's like and it's the perfect idea, but anyway, they did that for a little while. They probably still have those, those plans uh, available. Um, but mm. uh, I think now that things have kind of gotten back to normal, they're on their regular yeah. business model. Yes, but definitely karaoke. You have to karaoke. Have to karaoke. You have to. If you're in uh, the Shibuya area um, and you want to recreate the Lost in Translation scene, <laughs> uh, it's the karaoke uh, con, I think, in Uragawacho. Um, and you go up but to... But you need to get a pink wig. Like, yeah, that's right. I don't know if they have the pink pink wigs. Just buy uh, yourself one. Yeah. <laughs> There's, a, I think, a Don Quixote nearby. So you can buy the pink wig. Yeah. Uh, Don Quixote. We'd have to have another episode on that. Yes, Nothing that's to do right. With drinking, but yes. It's fun anyway. Yeah, it's a very, very cool place to visit. But, um, but yeah, karaoke. Um, 
if you're coming for business, chances are if you have Japanese callers, <laughs> you just tell them, like, hey, I've heard about this karaoke thing, and they'll be able to take you out. <laughs> That's the one rule, isn't it? You go karaoke with your Japanese colleagues, you're never supposed to speak of it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Like, you can have the wildest night, and then, like, the next what day at the office. What happens at karaoke stays at karaoke. <laughs> Everybody is straight faced, tight lipped, and they're like, hmm, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. Your oldest seventy-year-old like boss is like doing some weird thing. You never speak of it ever. He's got again. the necktie wrapped around <laughs> his forehead. He's got the maracas. He's he's into it. Yeah. yeah. So. so even if you don't have your seven-year-old boss with you, you can peek into some of the other rooms and see like, ah, oh, that's the seven-year-old boss with the necktie on his forehead. <laughs> um, I'd say for the most karaoke places, you know, credit cards okay. Um, if you have, um, I think. Some of them are smoking, so like different floors will be smoking yeah, and non-smoking, so you can get non-smoking rooms. Um, let's see what else. Um, but English it's pretty pretty easy to English get by. English is pretty good, I think pretty good. You yeah. kind of they have the menus where you can point and say this is what mm. I want to do. Thirty minutes, one hour, that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, you say thirty minutes, you're gonna end up there. For I know. Three hours. That's where they get you. Like you say, okay, I'm mean, going to do two hours, and then by the end, you get to the hour and fifteen minute mark, and yes. everybody's like got like ten songs in the they queue. They call you. Yeah, they call so you. they call you like ten minutes before your time's up. They're like, "What do you want to do?" They're like, ah, thirty more minutes. <laughs> Just keep going, keep going. That's that's how the price goes up. So make sure you kind of plan out. You know, <laughs> if you think you're going to be there for two hours, probably put in for three. <laughs> but it's fun. It, it's a good way to see like Japanese culture, like. You know, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., mm. this is what happens to Japanese people when they have a few drinks. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Indeed. Indeed. So so we've done uh, karaoke, uh, the United Arrows Cocktail Bar, and uh, Hobo uh, Shinjuku no Rengai. Yes, from very, like, classy to, like, <laughs> towards the end of the night. That's what happens to most of us. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and visit our website at twodrinkingbuddies.com. We'd also really appreciate it if you would leave us uh, your feedback or a review on this podcast. So, until next time, mata ne! Keep drinking! Keep drinking.